there and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzie Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I am to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's Thursday the 8th of September 2016. I'll stop and think about the day then for a moment, but it's Thursday the 8th of September 2016. I can stay with renewed confidence because my computer just told me that. And it is a beautiful day here in my part of the UK. Just come back from my walk with Jack, our little dog. In fact, I'm going to tell you a story about the walk shortly. But um, I want to talk about a couple of things today. I want to talk about control, taking control. And I want to talk about not taking itself too seriously. Let's see how things go. I may be able to get all those done in the one episode, but it may spill over into two. I hope that's okay, whichever way that works out for you. Um, Right, control. Let me tell you, I've talked before about the fact that not so very long ago, two, three years ago, I was in a position where I had very nearly lost everything. Um, Things hadn't turned out the way I'd intended. Things just hadn't gone the way I'd planned. And when I say planned, understand, I'm using that word fairly loosely there. It came to a point where uh, I could see that things were getting pretty serious. But I wasn't sure how serious. And that was part of the problem. You see, uh, over here in the UK, I don't know, I know it's different in other parts of the world. I know people in other parts of the world tend to use, uh, tend to write checks and that sort of stuff. But over here in the UK, we've got a habit of taking a rather looser attitude towards our banking, probably. Or, no, we've got to, uh, let me say that another way. Some of us, the, the system that we use over here allows some of us to take a rather looser attitude because we tend to set up for payments that are regular outgoings for, I don't know, utility bills, car payments, rent or um, local taxes, that sort of thing, uh, mortgage payments. We tend to set, rather than write a check each month for that, we tend to set up a, a direct debit, comes straight out of the bank account. We never look at it. And, and if you're like me, you don't look at it. You don't check. It happens and it goes out. Money comes in, you hope, and you hope that the money that comes in is more than the money that goes out. But it's there in the background. It's not something that you're actively having to check. It's not something that you have to be in control of. It's not you haven't got to make the definite action of going and finding the checkbook, writing out a check, pulling a check out, mailing it or dropping it in somewhere. You don't have any of that. So it's not there in your thoughts all the time. It's coming out of the bank. Now, I got to the point where several of the businesses I'd tried hadn't worked out, either because the businesses themselves weren't what I thought they were or I wasn't what I thought I was. (laughs) If you see what I mean, I, I didn't put the effort in. I didn't do what I needed to do to succeed in those businesses. I went some of the way there, but not all of the way there. And gradually, over time, the money started to run out. And more than run out. It it sort of blew beyond the running out stage. It was getting into um, a problem. But I wasn't aware of the size of the problem. I, I knew there was a problem, but I wasn't really aware of the size of it. And I'll be honest, because I was firefighting on a daily basis, trying to figure out how to get a business that was successful, how to turn this thing around. I was focusing on that rather than the size of the problem that that was appearing behind me. Now, I'm not saying we should all focus on our problems, and that's not the case, but we should at least be aware of the size of the problems that we're dealing with. Then one day I thought, look, I'm living in fear. 
I'm in fear of something, though, that I don't know. I'm in fear of a problem that I don't even know the size of. So how about the first step towards attacking that is to actually sit down. It's going to be a painful experience, but sit down and look at what I owe and where I owe it and what size of the problem the problem actually is that I'm attacking. So I did that. I put together a spreadsheet. I put together a spreadsheet that showed how much money I owed to different institutions. And I put together uh, on that spreadsheet, I also listed how much those payments were each month. So how much I owed them in total, how much I was paying them in a month. And also I put how much interest they're actually charging me. So I could work out how much it was costing me in real terms. So it's not just the paying back the, the amount of money that I owed, but how much was it costing me in interest to owe them that money? Because while ever I wasn't paying that down, that was adding to the debt. So I could see that there was this big problem. But on the other side, I had to also assess, well, what am I going to do about it? What resources are available to me? And so I looked at, okay, well, do I have any resources? Do I have any little pots of money? And by now there were little pots of money. Are they squirreled away anywhere? Is there anything else I can get access to? Are there any other ways I can release funds that can attack this issue? And not only those tangible assets, not only those things that say, right, here's some money, but what are my other assets? What are the assets that I own that can generate some money? What sits in the six inches between my ears? What skills have I picked up? What talents do I have? While I haven't succeeded in business to date, there are certain areas of the business that have been successful. Trouble is, they've been outweighed by the other bits that haven't. So why don't I stop doing and trying to make work the bits that haven't and go and have a look at those bits that have and do more of those? See, I was taking control. I was saying, right, this is what I'm going to do to figure out this problem. So by readjusting things, by using some of the meagre assets that I've got to get rid of some of the more expensive debt and by focusing on the things that I could do right now, right now. It didn't solve my problem overnight. I'm, I'm going to tell you straight away, it didn't solve my problem overnight. But what it did, it gave me control. Instead of running around saying, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. I don't even understand the size of the problem. I'm hiding from it. It's too big to even contemplate. Instead of all of that, I went through an uncomfortable process. But at the other end of that uncomfortable process, I had a plan. I had control. And I could see a way of battling through it. it. wasn't particularly a route that I wanted to take, but I knew I had to battle through it. And I knew I could get to the other side by doing that. So I took control and the weight lifted. I'm not kidding you. The burden of that debt, the burden of the ignorance of the size of that debt lifted just like that. I click my fingers then. I don't know what quite what that's done to the microphone, but it just lifted it. It disappeared, that weight that was pulling down on me. And you know what? Once that had gone, my ability to create increased. Because if you're thinking all the time about what's wrong, it, it's taking up too much brain space, or it is with me anyway. It's taking up too much of that brain space, and it, it's it stifles any creativity that you may have. To me, it was pretty demotivating. So it was, the problem was creating more problem. 
because my dwelling on this problem that I didn't understand, I, I was using time and energy and effort, I was devoting all that to worrying about the size of the problem, rather than using that same amount of energy, that same amount of brain space, that same capacity that I had, instead of using that to create ways of getting me out of the problem. Control was the thing that helped me with that. And so that's what I'd say to you. Look, you may not be in a position right now where you face losing everything. But if you are, there are ways out of it. You, you have it within you to get yourself out of that. You just have to take some tough decisions. But if right now you're not in that particular space, but you're thinking, look, I'm not enjoying life in the way it is, but everything's starting to get me down. Life's happening to me. I'm not happening to life. Life is happening to me. You can stop that. You can stop that and you can stop that today. It just means that you've got to go. You've, you have to be disciplined about this. You have to just sit down, take stock. Take stock of where you are right now. What are the things that you are unhappy about? And try and quantify those things. It's great if you can actually quantify those things and, and sort of put a value to them. It doesn't have to be a monetary value, but put some sort of value to them so you can see the size of that issue. Analyse why they're a problem to you. Analyse what they're stopping you doing. And then look at the other side of the coin. Look at the resources that are available to you. Those resources could be money that you have. Could be items that you have that you could get rid of if, it, if we're talking monetary terms. It could be knowledge that you already have. It could be skills that you already have that you could use in a different way. You could use in a different sphere. You could use to move you away from those problems that you have towards what it is that you want to gain. It could be people you know. Those resources could be people you know. Because I rely so heavily on other people. So heavily. I may be an entrepreneur. I may be somebody who works on their own. I may be somebody who has to motivate all the time. But I rely heavily on other people to give me a bit of guidance every now and then. I rely on Carol more than I could ever tell you to support me in what I do. To stand by me, even when the times are bad. Carol is there, even when we have to make some tough decisions. And while it's not been a tough decision, I, I mentioned yesterday, I had a, a, a meeting yesterday that could lead to some big things. Well, we had a big old decision to make last night, a big decision. And we talked about it long and hard. It's exciting. It's scary. It's very scary. It means huge changes in my life in particular. But we talked about it long and hard and we decided, yeah, it's the right thing to do because we're taking control. We're not letting life happen to us. We're taking control. I'll, I can't, I genuinely can't tell you anything about this at the moment, but it is going to have a massive impact on, on me. And when it has a massive impact on me, I hope I'm going to be able to share that impact with you as well. I hope I'm going to be able to spread some of that around. But there's a lot of work in it, involved in it for me, which may mean that over the coming weeks and months, this podcast may not be a daily one. My intention is right now to do whatever I can to keep it daily. But this thing is so big that something else is going to have to give. I'm going to do whatever I can to preserve this podcast in its current form, in a daily form. But it may on occasion be sort of a weekly omnibus. So I create a little bit each day and put it out as an omnibus. People may even decide that they prefer it that way. I don't know. Anyway, I'm floating that idea. I'm, I'm going off uh, at a tangent. But what I really wanted to say is 
this control thing. It can feel a bit scary at times, but once you grab it, once you grab it, it is like a massive weight lifted from your shoulder. So that's what I want you to do today. I want you to take time out, consider what it is that maybe like me, I, I was burying my head in the sand, maybe like me right now, you know there's this problem, but you're burying your head in the sand and hoping by the time you pull your head out, the problem was, is going to go. I've got news for you. It ain't going to go on its own. You're going to have to shift it. So take that time today. Analyze what the size of the problem is. Look at the resources that you can mobilize towards attacking that problem. And put together that plan of attack. Formulate that plan of attack. And you will feel so much better at the end of the day. I can tell you. Now, I was also going to talk about not taking yourself too seriously. Now, I see we've gone over 10 minutes already on this. Uh, in fact, as I'm recording, I'm going to edit it because there are lots of errors, as there always are in this. Some of them I'll leave in, but some of them are, are way too embarrassing. To, <laughs> I mess up too too much to uh, to let them go out in their current form. So we're already over 15 minutes on this one, so it probably be about 10 or 12 minutes by the time you get to hear it. But what it means is I'm going to record another quick episode talking about the other thing, not taking yourself too seriously. And in it, I, I tell you, I do not take myself seriously at all. In fact, I have a right laugh at myself. Hope you can laugh at me as well. Uh, if you don't find it funny, well, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> so I'll speak to you soon. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with me. If you've enjoyed this, head over to iTunes, subscribe, make sure you don't miss another episode, including the next one that I'm about to record. Make sure you don't you don't miss another episode. And it would be fantastic if you left a review. Uh, tell me what you like about this podcast. Tell me what you don't like about this podcast. Tell me what I could diff do differently. Tell me what you'd like me to cover in other episodes. Leave me a review. Leave me a bunch of stars as well. And the reason I ask you that, you probably, if you're a regular listener, you're sick of hearing this now. But if you're a first-time listener, uh, just to explain, it's not to stroke my ego. My ego gets plenty of stroking anyway, but thank you for that. It does stroke my ego. It's it's lovely. And whenever I see a positive review and a five-star rating, it gives me one heck of a boost. But that's not the reason I'm asking you to do that. The reason I'm asking you to do that, it helps the podcast move up in the rankings, which makes it easier to find for other people. So it's kind of your way of paying it forward. So if you've enjoyed it, chances are somebody else is going to enjoy it. Make it easier for them to find. Thank you in advance for doing that. If you want to talk to me in more detail, if you want to tell me about how you've taken control, tell me about issues you've dealt with, I'd love to hear about it. You can, If you can get that down into 140 characters, you can hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air. Or if you'd like to talk to me in more detail, uh, you can email me, Aussie, that's O-double-Z-Y, or if you're in a different part of the world to me, O-double-Z-Y, O-double-Z-Y at when's my time. Com. When's my time? All in one word. Dot com. Tell me what you like about the show. Tell me what you don't like about the show. Tell me what you'd like me to cover in the future. Tell me about your story. And hey, with your permission, I may well share that in a future podcast. That would be fantastic. Thank you so much indeed for listening. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you, your time is now. <laughs>